0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of This Week on Stadia Fucking Unfiltered Podcast. It has mm-hmm. been two weeks. Guys, I miss you.
1: I, Aww, I miss you. Like
0: Chat, I miss you too. Especially during Tuesdays nights. Um, I know uh, we haven't been around for a few... Two weeks, few days. Uh, but it's so glad to finally be here and speaking to you all by the way this is something i need to bring attention to ashes and to kai it's not violence speed momentum that i want to bring attention right now but in two weeks this podcast is going to be one year old
2: holy crap
0: i know we does we don't have 52 episodes we have 40 ish something close to 50 uh, but anyway it ha- it's going to be one year that ha- we have been recording this show it's going to be awesome uh, we're going to do that one year celebration Sorry, my kid. no problem, my dog is around here they're excited well. for the year right? <laughs> for anniversary uh, who wouldn't be
2: <laughs>
0: and, and talking about one year anniversary we can talk about that right now, but before we, we ended up talking about the blog posts of good stuff are coming. It's the name of this episode because good stuff are indeed coming. Um, some crazy speculations are coming our way as well. We're going to be talking about those. But uh, before any any other thing, before Kai cracking his one, are you cracking one tonight, Kai? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. <Silly. laughs> yeah, Is the, wa- it, like, is the water wet? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that, right? <laughs> uh, I Myself, I want to do a quick special thanks again to our amazing patrons uh, that supported us over patreon.com forward slash uh here I am calling a chase forward slash uh <laughs> Stefan
3: Yeah don't you don't no 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 you don't get away with that keep going
0: <laughs> Stefan Link TV MM2K Megatron X Ray 3473 the gaming cyborg nice fluffy Chris Knuckles 7 LXIV Gold And Rock Thank you very much for your continued support of our show uh, We really 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 appreciate you guys And thank you for being here on the show Or um, just supporting us Over at Patreon.com uh, Alright Kai you ready to crack one?
2: Absolutely Always Alright so Got my trusty tulip glass Black is beautiful as always and today we are cracking other half simcoe daydream it is a double dry hop ipa six percent so it's not not high in volume so it should be nice it's an oat cream oat cream ipa they open. all they they do they do a lot of that they do a lot of that with their with their beers over at, uh oh but let's get this them.
3: You got to tell them where it's out of, what state. It's one of the one of the best beer states in the country. The only other one that tops it is Massachusetts.
1: Alaska.
2: Yeah, Alaska. There you go. No, um, other half is located in, oh, man, is it New York? New York? Yeah, New York. York. That's what I thought. Voice. A little bit of spillage. No problem.
0: Why is finishing? finishing pouring that? Uh, How is that proper treating you, Chase, tonight?
3: Oh man, it's good. I haven't, I haven't touched uh, the proper in a minute. That looks beautiful, by the way. We have to, we have to hold on. We have to pause for dramatic effect. That <laughs> yeah. looks really good. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I actually took a hiatus until today, um, since I wasn't feeling well last week. I haven't touched anything that's alcohol related, and then today was the, today was the day. I was like, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and crack the proper. So I'm ready to roll.
0: Nice. Yes, sir. Alright, so let's talk about, let's start with, I, I guess we could go chronological or we could go um, <clears throat> whatever we want to do. Before, uh, let us know here on chat as well if you are drinking anything. Ray said he is drinking some whiskey. Um, Ashes, are you drinking anything yeah. tonight? Just the what? Wa- uh, corona. Oh. oh,
3: okay. You, you know. can have anything you want, as long as it's a Corona.
1: Like we have plenty of Corona in the house, I grab
2: one of those. Oh, the man. The ass is like I'm on a beach. What's up? Catch me, <laughs> dude. Show
0: is always on a beach. <laughs> I, I don't have it here anymore. Anyway, um, all right, let's start talking about the ad. I know it has been a um, 15 days that we haven't done the show, but there was an ad that happened uh, last week, showing how what uh, actually do you guys remember what was the name of the ad i think it was something on the lines of how Stadia works right i
3: think
1: it's what is stadia what
0: is stadia yeah
1: i think it's something like
0: that uh ashes what you thought about that ad
1: um i thought that it was really good and it should have been here from the beginning but it was really good
0: (laughs) bingo bingo they
1: did something kind of similar to it at, at one point i don't know if you remember early on um they did but it was it was much shorter and not not quite as in-depth as this new Mm -hmm. ad was but yeah man it was
0: probably don't remember yeah it
1: was a it was a good ad it was a really good ad they've been on a little bit of a roll lately so i'll let someone else talk about that but yeah I i enjoyed the ad
0: a lot kai did you saw the ad as well right
1: yeah i did yeah i did i
2: actually i actually enjoyed it a lot um I would say if they if they if they found a way to make everything that they said in a condensed version, that way it can be played throughout like places and still get the point across, that would be great. Uh, But overall, yeah, it was a it was a fantastic ad.
0: To be honest, I'm trying to remember exactly where I don't remember right now, but somebody has said that's a Super Bowl content ad. I know it's too big for a Super Bowl ad like it has Mm -hmm. 240 seconds. But cheese, uh, what do you think uh, in terms of uh, where does does that? It, it's too big for TV. Is it a uh, an ad for YouTube intro?
3: I mean, if you look at how they broke the ad up, it's it's set up in a way where they can split it into segments. They intentionally did it. Like you can see where there are like
0: micro pauses.
3: Yeah, if you if you work in marketing or you're familiar with marketing, this is something that they do. They'll give these little small. It's it's really a really small amount of time. It'll be two or three seconds, but that two or three seconds gives them the lead way to say, okay, we're going to just take that piece out, move it to the side and make that just a targeted um, engagement ad. And they have plenty there that they can do with. So um, what exactly what Ash has said is what I, what I think is, you know, there's some people said, well, this is what they needed to be competitive. This isn't about competition. I think that's, that's a completely different argument that I don't think applies to this, to be fair. I think this is what was needed in order to tell people what stadia right. actually is because uh, Stadia it, just yeah just never really did a good job of that in the
0: beginning
1: I exactly guess, because if
0: you you played the ad that is about to be one year old right now and um you, you play that ad right now it just don't make sense like uh yeah. i know i understand it's uh, an ad that um probably would speak to a younger audience uh, because it's a uh, creepy or anything, but um, you needed an ad like this. That I, all right? What the hell is a stadia? Because Mag, when she was streaming, everybody link when they are streaming. Say okay, what is a stadia? How this works? Because for me, I was watching just a um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey stream, and then links explain how stadia work. Mag did a ton of time. A ton of times she did that. Um, so I, I believe that it, uh, it was a great ad. I even translated it to to my Portuguese, my Brazilian friend in Portuguese, because I believe it's an ad that we always speak to a lot of people and um, explaining specifically about um, how things work. That it, the one thing that I really really like on that ad is they emphasize you don't need a subscription. You buy the games and you play because that's a misconception people have. Right, Ashes?
1: Yeah, which they hadn't been saying much of. It was it was actually really annoying me. And in, in a lot of their marketing and advertising, they would consistently say, um, "Free to try." Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, why do you keep saying it like that? That makes it sound like after the trial's done, I I have to pay, which right. isn't the case. It, yeah, this new wording they use is is much better.
0: All right. Um, James, do you have anything else to add on the ads?
3: I mean, to be honest, we've said everything
0: that needs to be said on it.
3: I mean, it's – I don't think there's much more to say. It's what was needed from the beginning. It's here, thank God, and good stuff on them. They deserve a lot of praise and props. Nice. So no
1: more electric air.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, well, let the electric air stand for a little bit. I probably – if um, I am – Someone to suggest and add in the future. We we already saw some discussions, specifically on the um, the previews we we're having from big uh, journalists or big uh, YouTubers on the current or uh, the next gen Xbox. Um, I I saw one from Linus Tech Tips. He was saying so I I can I think they installed like ten games on the Series X. And uh, it already occupied like 75% of disk space. Mm. I know Xbox has that really, really cool feature, Quick Resume. I'm, I'm eager to try that. By the way, Ashes, do you know if Quick Resume will be available on Series S as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's available on all of them.
0: Okay, okay. nice.
1: Yeah, everything works exactly the same. One's just built for 2K and one's built for 4K. Mm.
3: Gotcha. Uh and one other thing too Eddie to yep. to your point about the disk space is that on the series S <clears throat> and they've already started showing some of this because it doesn't have some of the 4K assets you're going to see the the size of the files they will be smaller but the other good thing that that you have with the Xbox that again I never had a chance to appreciate this cuz I've never been in the ecosystem but you can partition what is important of the game file. So if you prefer the multiplayer in the game, you only have to install the multiplayer right. file. So that again helps you reduce some of that space.
0: Like some of the games have that, like uh, Call of Duty right now has, uh, I think right. three three separate downloads, right?
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, looking forward to that uh, on the next gen console as well. But if uh, I am somebody to make a suggestion for Stadia for our next commercial, focus on that. Maybe uh, you don't need to worry about spaces. I know they're talking about downloads, no downloads, no updates, and etc. But um, one thing that people are worrying about on the next gen are uh, SSD spaces. And with Stadium, you don't need to worry about that. Ain't nobody got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I keep saying, I keep telling people, and people don't think about it, or a lot of people I talk to don't think about it, that the biggest issue, even up to 10 years from now, is going to be storage, like, everywhere consumer side enterprise side business side like it's always always been storage.
2: it's always been storage
1: well it's gonna it's just gonna be even more now because as we push to 4k 8k like not only are downloads gonna be an issue the time it takes to download those but just where to put them is going to be an issue the assets
3: the assets are gonna gonna be yeah that's gonna
1: be the biggest push for cloud
3: Well, and one thing, one thing that that you don't see talked about that I think is going to be a conversation that is going to, to your point, Ashes, that's going to be on the horizon very, very soon, is going to be the market to charge you for storage. And if you don't think that's in the on the horizon of they're going to charge you for how much storage you can have, say, oh wait, wait, say,
0: um, show me an example of what you're saying.
3: So right now with Stadia you've got unlimited, right? As far as we know, that yes. that's just the kind of the kind of point that we're at. But some of these companies, they're going to look for when they when they move away from hardware, and we're going to give you case in point, Microsoft as an example, mm-hmm. they're going to look for money making opportunities. And that's one area that we've already seen in discussions and in different areas of enterprise, which is what ashes is talking about. They're focusing in on how can we get money from a consumer and part of that we will be looking at how I, can we actually monetize storage?
0: Okay, um, game storage. I don't think that will never happen because um, I wouldn't
3: say that. It, that, it, that I, 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 I will explain the li- I, I, w-
0: I would explain the line of thinking because when you are accessing a game, you are accessing an instance, and you are accessing your personal save. So you, this save it's your personal save. So it's on your personal drive. What? But the game. It's not on your personal drive. So it, it, it's just the same thing as saying like a Spotify, uh, depending on how, how much more music you buy. I, I know you can't buy it with Spotify, but like a, uh, with a, like, a, <laughs> fuck, Apple, Apple movies. Apple. Apple. Like a,
2: Apple, you have to pay for storage, depending on how much. Yeah, you, but you uh, actually-
0: well, I believe when you're streaming stuff, it's different. It's not uh, storage that you're keeping something there and then you are downloading and it's P2P, you know? Peer-to-peer. Mm-hmm. This is not peer-to-peer in terms of uh, storage.
3: Yeah, but, but but the differences in music is that there's not, there's not additional assets. It's one file being streamed and that's it. You're dealing with the game, you're dealing with the data, you're dealing with the actual... Uh, data management of the game, then your save file, which can live in many different data centers. Right. It, it, the, the thing that I'm getting at, Eddie, is to Ash's point. There's not unlimited storage in the cloud. There is going to come a point where there's going to be even on enterprise systems limits. There's no and cloud. That, it's just a, someone
0: else's computer.
3: <laughs> right, and that's what I'm talking about. Is if, if that is something I'm telling you all. They are. They have already talked about this. At at um, what is the um. Oh uh, God, I'm sorry. We're getting off track. But what Ed. is the? No, not not Ted. But what is the um, what is the 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 event that they do that's more centered around like computers and
0: Google uh, event or the CES?
3: CES, that's it. They've talked about this about monetizing um uh uh storage, and that it's something that they have been they have been thinking about. So I, I'm just saying, don't put it past them. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. Just saying it's something that could come up.
0: Roy. Uh, I know we are all completely out of topic here, but um I, I, I wanna talk about something that happened this week as well and Ashes put it on Twitter, which is um oh, shit, <laughs> Disney. Hmm. You remember? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, Ashes, please um put Kai back to speed on this one.
1: That was nuts. So CNBC posted a uh an article talking about that. Disney has said they're moving their main focus to streaming. They're actually going to start moving away from theater releases and moving forward, focus on streaming, and they're actually reorganizing their whole organization yep. to Fuck. make it work. So <laughs> my point was... Look at I think, guy's it, <laughs> I think it was an inevitability. I, I think we were moving to streaming anyways, regardless. <sighs> um, COVID accelerated oh, everything, COVID. right? The pandemic. Sorry, i didn't mean to say it because now YouTube. Uh, the pandemic oh, right. made it just speed up like immensely, way yeah. faster than I think people were thinking it was gonna happen. I, I, and I, we're kind of seeing the slow death of theaters.
2: Yeah, and that's
3: it was gonna happen. That that was the that was the next thing. We're so off topic. That was the next thing that I thought. have been to a, have boss, happen. a boss. I mean, a boss here. <laughs>
2: That was the next too. thing that I always okay. thought was
3: gonna happen is it was gonna be the the uh the movie stores, which was Blockbuster, then it was going to be the game stores, and then eventually the movie theaters would be the last. Domino to fall, and it looks like it's already the the, the, the trend is already starting. So uh-huh.
2: you can't get rid of the movie. Hey, but, right.
0: but I know, I know, I know. I know, but, I know all right, the same <laughs> thing about drive-ins. Too. <laughs> we're gonna wrap up this conversation. We're gonna continue this conversation probably on a bus here because uh, let's talk about yeah the death of movie theaters. That's
3: it, gonna be the name of it, and, and, and Kai's gonna lose his shit. I I yeah. am
0: I am together I am. with Kai on this one. It's never gonna die. If you go to to Walmart today, there are CDs like music cds people still in 2020 Yo, buy music in cities 2020 still buying cds oh, yeah yeah not I, have an, I have die. an argument I have there's an a argument
3: difference. between theaters but yeah there's ahead, a, a difference
1: between dying and being mainstream I think my point is it's definitely uh, not going to be the mainstream yeah. like it was yeah. before
0: it was Absolutely. well maybe Oscars, man. all right. We're gonna have that conversation. We're gonna have to move that out. All right, <laughs> so uh, let's go back here and talk a little bit more about Stadia. Um, yesterday there was an AMA ish, AMA ish, if uh, we may say, or asking me almost anything, AMA, um, over the founders hub where people who are Stadia founders could post questions over there. And Chris and Grace from Google were over there answering what they could answer, which includes uh, anything not anything from uh, roadmap. They could not talk about features. They could not talk about games. They could talk almost anything they could not talk about. But uh, I believe there was some good, cool answers from some of the questions they posted over there. Um, Chase, have you seen anything of those?
3: I mean, I'm not on the hub, but I saw people post uh, some of the stuff. And I mean, you want my honest opinion? Why are you not on the hub? Here Because you're lazy? Because <laughs> I, I, I... You're lazy. That's, we'll, yeah. we'll save that he for a as well. Um, he
2: despises the hub.
3: I don't despise it. I just... <laughs> Fuck you, the hub! I already... <laughs> Okay, let me move past that because otherwise it's gonna we're gonna devolve into another whole uh, topic again.
0: Go yourself. Hey, (laughs) uh, go yourself.
3: Real talk though, I did see I did see some some posts. what are they going to like? Listen, y'all, like, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kind of like be authentic here. What do you think they were gonna say when people asked the question, is Google gonna be around for a long time? What are they, they're not gonna say no. Come on, y'all. Of course, they're gonna say yes. And here's the thing to, no, no disrespect to Chris and Grace. They're not the people that I wanna hear from because they're not, they're not the people that are actually running this thing. I'm sorry. They're not. I wanna hear from the devs, I wanna hear from the people like, phil harrison but you Jack know
0: it, it was good to learn some of the stuff like uh, it, it, on a personal it, on a personal level connecting with them sure no sure. no no not on a personal level connecting with them like we could learn that the community management from google stadia it's two person or one person and a half you, if you wish to say so because great <laughs> grace, uh, grace it's great she's community manager for stadia and for chromecast and Chris is community manager for stadia so I don't know if you want to say one and a half
3: um, no they're, they're both I mean that's not fair they're, they're, to, to give them credit they're, they're both community managers but I don't right. know that it seemed more of like it was a chance to kind of get to know them a little bit more because there was things that they couldn't and they're not this is the thing I struggle with with this company and with Google in general. And this is what I mean by Google. I'm not talking about the Stadia team. They have got to get out of this mentality of we got to keep everything so close to the vest. Like there's certain things they can talk about and I know they can talk about. And yet the they still want they to try talk to- The good stuff they can talk
0: about. Say it again, Eddie? They can talk about the good stuff.
3: Uh, probably, <laughs> not. <laughs> probably not. Probably <laughs> not. But they could at least give us an idea of, look, we're, we're planning out and again, getting the getting the approval from the devs and stuff, we're planning out through the end of the year to do A, B, and C. And again, without giving away proprietary information. And I just I, I think there's a lot of missed opportunities on that front. And that's why when I'm when I said what I said a moment ago about, you know, let's be honest, were they going to say that Stadia is going to die? No, they're not going to say that. And of course, they're going to say it's going to be around for years. Of course, that that, that that's no, going to no, be an automated no, man, answer. Man,
0: if you if you ask, let's say. Uh um uh, if you ask crucible if the game <laughs> were gonna be dead they're gonna see now we are improving the game and uh, it's gonna be back soon we're just moving yeah. then to beta but uh it's gonna be come back in stronger than ever uh, people are not dumb uh but uh, of course that's the kind of answer they would give back but um i understand the focus was not talking about roadmaps um it was more like okay how community can interact if our feedbacks from the community go somewhere or if uh, it it just dies for that kind of thing i believe it God, was that's a... such a bad term. i would let's stay away from the word death i already <laughs> use that for the movie theater let's not say dead
1: without google all right God, if, that's just not space is killing everything <laughs> can i say it goes to the limbo
0: or it can goes to, goes to the outer space Um, No, when you're uh, sending a feedback to Google, specifically using the Stadia app, which has a feedback option, um, you are reaching directly Grace's email box. She said that that she reads everything and whatever is pertinent, she passes through the developers. And um, my big takeaway from yesterday was learning one, feedbacks are really received probably piled together with uh, some other similar feedbacks and then presented to to the responsible for each area. Um, Everybody now knows that the Twitter account is handled by someone else or a team separate. Something else. but Something else (laughs) that they they do interact with that team, but uh, it's not um, Grace and Chris or somebody from Google or somebody working on Google Stadium. She mentioned something as well about the marketing team that is not the community team and it's not the Twitter team. So these are separate and for sometimes they do elaborate stuff together, sometimes. Um, and finally, I believe the, the thing that got, that I got the be- best feedback from that show, not that show, the, that AMA, uh, was when she said, or when somebody asked, "Are you guys planning something for the one-year anniversary?" And she said, "Stay tuned." A no is a simple no. A stay tuned is shit. Shit is gonna go down. But Ashes, <laughs> do you think I'm, uh, uh, I'm getting too much uh, for something that's not gonna happen?
1: No, no, I, I think that's the case. Of course, the cynical side is thinking that was a oh crap. I didn't even think of that. Let me talk oh. to the team and, oh, and, God. <laughs> and see if we should do something. But no, I think they totally are. And maybe we'll hear about it in these, you know, the next thing we're going to talk about.
2: Well, I just hope it's, I just hope it's not a stay tuned and then just be s- just super underwhelming. Yeah, I don't think I can handle it. See,
0: I don't, go in
3: with, I don't go in with any expectations with these. Things. I don't either. I
2: don't either. But it's just, I just like
3: I just don't. And, and, now, that, and again, that the answer that was given, kudos to them. Like I mean, some of those responses are very good PR speak. And that's why I went like this. I wasn't trying to be negative. I'm just saying that's a typical response. Yeah, we stay tuned. That could right. mean anything. That doesn't. That doesn't give you. That doesn't mean yes it is or no it isn't. It's just stay tuned.
2: <laughs> I mean yep. it's.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just gonna let the news come in as it as it as it does, and then react to it. I think that's the best way to do this from here from here
0: on out. There you go. Yep. There we go. There we go. Um, so um, we had that AMA going on yesterday. Um, it, it was cool. They, they said uh, one thing that we learned is the communication we are getting better. We learned that the communication was not good. So it's good that they acknowledge that. They said our communication indeed is getting better. And um, specifically when they said, for example, the the blog post, uh, this week on Stadia, not the unfiltered podcast, the blog post, which is called this week on Stadia, um, they implemented that sometime during the year. So um, it's something that they're all right. We are improving and improving each day. So uh, I give them props to that. And let's uh, even make a bridge with uh, the blog post that we had today. Uh, I have something here for the after show already. uh, I'm going to get here. The blog post. um, Some good I swear to God if it's a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chase. <laughs> but I know where we're gonna that get the, the... <laughs> oh my now he's gonna find one the next patreon check we know what it's gonna go <laughs> it's... <laughs> uh, oh wait am i opening the wrong thing no all right so we know um uh, some good stuff is on the way get ready for excitement or exciting games no get ready for exciting game announcements in some stadia only hands-on surprises. This part here, some uh, Stadia-only hands-on surprise, I'm gonna go back to that. Three days, three games to try. Play exclusively demos and watch awesome reviews for more games headed to Stadia. It all starts next Tuesday at noon, at the, the Stadia YouTube channel. So, one thing that we found out over Twitter earlier today is the Twitter profile off? I oh gotta let me get his name again so I don't say wrong. Um but it's somebody who works at the Stadia team, at the marketing from Stadia Team. And his name is Nate. Nate posted this on Twitter earlier today. Time to get excited. Uh, let me put it there. We have little something brewing for next week on Google Stadia. You want to keep an eye on YouTube channel a week from today. Three exclusively playable demos of unreleased games. Totally for free. What I really, really like on this tweet, it's one, he's setting like um, the expectation a little bit because the blog post said stuff about uh, announcements, game announcements, uh hands-on surprises which i believe right now it's those demos. And but um myself i was getting over over hyped saying maybe this is Uplay plus we're going to get Uplay plus on 3 days for free or something like that. But no, we are getting three demos exclusively done for Stadia of unreleased games. Now Uh, I would say uh, I I was gonna shoot my feet, but I'm not gonna shoot my feet. But I I would say 90% of me believe these are not indies. Am I getting my hopes too high by saying 90% are not indies?
2: Just just a bit. (laughs) Just a bit.
0: Chase, am I tripping?
3: I don't know that I would go that high of a percentage. I would say
2: <laughs>
3: 70, maybe. Um, I, I, look, it, it, this is what I mean by like we we going into these events, folks really have to go in with really tempered expectations. This is a brand new platform, right? That's one element two they're they've already proven they are still doing data collection they're not in the point of wanting to compete with what is existing out there with the exception of with the exception of amazon coming in that that is a direct competitor and that is somebody that they're going to have to compete with in the now um versus a microsoft or an xbox or a microsoft or a sony um
0: or a nintendo but um would you hype something for one week for a demo of an indie title unreleased?
3: Eddie, my retort to that is they hyped up Connects. We before. would
1: but they did. Yeah. I, I mean, so,
3: so, and this is the thing. This is why I, I've true. been saying to, to, you know, out loud. And again, folks have to understand when I say this stuff, people take it down the realm of you're being negative. I'm just being authentic and honest. like being real. Just, yeah, just being real about this is if they've done this before and they have, hype something up and then it falls flat it's there's a possibility it could happen again and i and again i i think part of that whether you agree with this sentiment or not i'm just saying it out loud they are very much in a google silicon valley mindset i don't think that they quite have still turned that corner of learning how to connect with the audience in a way that like a sony does or a microsoft or you know, these other companies. And, and that will come in time, but I would not go into this event with just super high expectations. Exactly. If they if they over-deliver, great. That's awesome. And we'll be talking about it. But we've made this mistake too many times. I've even made the mistake. I've got to take the L's on it. I just can't do it anymore. I have to go in with low expectations and just be realistic. About um,
0: something that I want to show here um, that I forgot. So Nate, um, can somebody please help me read his last name? A Hearn? A hern?
2: Uh, I want to say a Hearn. <laughs> uh, right. A Hearn? Shit. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> so, so, Nate. God, I... <laughs> Nate. Bitch, so, that's your name. That's it.
0: <laughs> so, Nate, uh, he is the developer marketing lead at Stadia. He has a Stadia picture on his profile, and most of his tweets are about Stadia, by the way um which is amazing and uh but what i, I want to highlight here so he was formerly an xbox apple and ign so he knows the gaming industry um i believe of course maybe again overhyping something we will know but um i feel like we could be into something this next week ashes what are your lowest expectations, and what do you think that might come into reality?
1: The three demos. Yes. Are Phoenix Rising and then two indies.
0: Could be. Like it's not too early for Phoenix Rising. was yes, gonna no. ask you.
1: No, there's okay. there's All there's right. one already done. So. Yeah. No, I think it'll be Phoenix Rising, and because we've what only got two months before it actually releases, anyways.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna count down so, the weeks here, but uh.
1: Yeah, I think that's one, and then I think it'll be two indies. Maybe Watchdog Legions, but I would lean more towards two indies.
0: I like that. I like Seven that. weeks before the, the release of Phoenix Rising.
1: Yeah, that's that's plenty close.
0: Uh. What if? Link said here, and uh, I've seen this oh, on yeah, Twitter before. Like, What's the possibility of getting a Cyberpunk demo? And, uh, and let's let's start with the crazy, like, crazy, crazy theories here. Uh, even because of right now we're playing this kind of cyberpunk-ish music. Uh, there has been here, they say, the good stuff with neon signs. We know that cyberpunk and... Uh, Watchdogs have a lot of neons. Uh, it says here on their tweet, "We'll be lighting <laughs> up your week, lighting up neons." Retracing. Can this? Can we? Are we tripping too much? Or will we were saying that maybe this could be retracing. A few, yeah, pro- probably, a few days before the release of uh, Watch Dogs Legion, probably. That would be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> well, let's get our crazy theories going on right now. Hmm. Good. All right. Could be. Yeah, I'm not going to
1: say anything because I, yeah. I don't. I don't think.
2: I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that alone. That's that's.
0: No,
3: I, I, I can. I can tell you what I think at least two of the games are going to be.
0: I uh, Just quickly here. No, I think it's not ray tracing. And I think people are, are getting crazy right now with crazy theories. And you know, as I even posted it here on Twitter. No, it's true. For sure, right? Like, <laughs> um, so, no, it's not ray tracing in my opinion. But Chase, what do you think uh, is the, the three demos?
3: I think two of them are Ubisoft games. I think one of them is watchdogs, and I think the other one, um, potentially, uh, I'm going out on a limb
2: here. Oh, potentially could siege. be siege. <laughs> okay, so let me literally said, it. literally said it at the same time,
3: but, but, but that's, but that, listen, that's not, there's nothing rooted in fact about that, by the way. I'm just, no,
2: we're just, I'm just
3: thinking we're just about playing. it logically from timelines, like. If, if that game isn't going to come out on like next-gen hardware for Stadia and we're not getting Gen 2 right away, well, that game is slated to come by the end of the year. So we got to get it somewhere. And I'm just throwing it out as like, a, wouldn't that be kind of cool to get people interested? Because that's a game that people like. Again, getting, getting it out there to where people can try it out.
0: I think um, um, yeah, I agree here with Virani said. Uh, it's not Siege because it's an unreleased game. But I mean, what it's is not it? released but, on Stadia? Not released unreleased. on Stadia? No, nah, nah. come on, man! Oh, unreleased. Unreleased. is not released anywhere. It's not. Un-released.
3: Yeah, that's too vague of a term. I mean, man. Sorry. Yeah,
2: it could be either way. <laughs>
0: it's too vague. I don't they know. They probably man. mean, mean it, it the
2: way. I don't think it, it, don't think it will be Siege, honestly. Yeah, but
0: at the they, same time, I don't either. But They said, by the way, yeah, they said they said exclusive demo.
3: Didn't I just say that these are the ones I think are game?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. These are the ones that I would love to see. I guess. So, but here's the uh, one thing uh, that's happening: um, Valhalla. Valhalla yeah. Um, yeah. Xbox has the marketing rights for Valhalla. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Nvidia has the marketing rights for that. I don't know if uh, that includes console or not. And maybe it looks like the way the things are pro- portraying to be Phoenix Rising Stadia will have the marketing rights for that. Uh, that is not confirming. That is just my theory.
1: Yeah. That's I, what it looks like
0: I feel like it's going to be Phoenix Rising plus other two titles that we are not even tracking of uh, unreleased so i feel like with ashes it could be one uh the the rights for cyberpunk are for xbox as well right. the, the marketing rights uh although nvidia has a, a a strong partnership as well for this title right ashes
1: yeah yeah on the pc side yeah
0: uh, on pc side i know uh some journalists who played cyberpunk already they played on xcloud Oh, no, not xCloud. Oh, my God. Uh, on GeForce Now, they played it. They said uh, it worked perfectly. Probably they have a separate instance for journalists and etc. But But um, there were people who played uh, all over the world using the cloud. They already played Cyberpunk for three or four hours. Um, I feel isn't like... There... Yeah, Chase, go isn't ahead. There, is, isn't there two I'm developers sorry. that we
3: haven't heard from still? Harmonix and Supermassive?
2: That's what Antonio keeps saying. Keep talking. I, about I it.
3: wasn't even looking, by the way. Sorry, Antonio, then you get credit. I wasn't.
2: I'm I scoping just, you, Antonio. I saw it, bro. I saw
3: it. <laughs> well, good shout, Kai, because he deserves the credit if he's the one that was saying it in the chat. But I,
0: I don't know. Sorry. Um, Dr. Spaceman saying here Could we be seeing right now already a demo? For the first party title from the Montreal studio, too soon, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if we did, it'd be a very small game. It'd be like an indie says game. I mean, which is possible, but it wouldn't be like a big AAA. It'd be really early.
0: Yeah. So at this point, I believe it probably could be something that we are not tracking, not on our radar. Uh, one, one Phoenix Rise, one double-A, a, that we're tracking and probably but indies with demo right now I'm trying to remember the last time I've seen one um, depending on the indie they are very limited and which by the way I had a conversation yesterday with um, Alex Hutchinson he is um, the creative director for the the Montreal studio and a conversation we him over Twitter and it was a conversation about a game, a game on Steam, which the demo, it's uh, it's one of the top five game most played right now. And he mentioned that uh, somebody tweeted like, ah, demos are back. And they know oh, demos were never gone. Uh, it's just, a, it's a lot of work to put together a demo. And then I asked him, as a gamer, I think it's not easier to make a demo like uh you just cut the first two or three hours of the game and then um you move on uh, let me find here the the tweet exactly to to have a proper uh, discussion but uh it, it was something on the line uh, it's not that simple because uh, if it was that simple the uh, the demo uh, it's not a a fun demo for everybody to enjoy Okay found it. Um, so I said it here, looking from the simple vision of a gamer isn't worth to make a demo that is the first two, three hours of a game so you play the demo and decide to buy the game you continue where you stop it at the demo. You said that usually means your demo is all the tutorials or story setup and not the most exciting representative part of the game. Also games like strategy games, uh, simulation games are similar is the whole game often or no game so um, this discussion was about uh, the game was seen with six highest peak players it's a demo so uh, right. and he said plus the fact that there are a lot of work and take time away from making the real game so um, demos are indeed interesting um I'm really, really curious to understand what is the strategy of a studio to come up with a demo, especially... Right, this demo is gonna run exclusively on Stadia, looks like uh, Stadia had uh, probably to pay some kind of money to have those demos created. But I'm excited to to see it anyway, and um, I I will be playing those demos for those three days. One thing that is not clear, if those demos are gonna be available for just three days. Like, uh, those three days, or are those the release dates of those demos? Hmm,
1: that's a good point. I bet it is timed, actually. Because if it's something like Phoenix, or let's say it really is Cyberpunk or something like that, they're not going to want you to just be able to play the demo, regardless of how short it is, just forever. So I could see them time-gating it.
0: Well, if it's Phoenix, Phoenix is releasing just on the 3rd of October. So you have seven weeks to play it. You mean December? December, December. sorry. right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said October. No, uh, I still
1: think it would be time gated. <laughs> and
0: he's like, "It's October." Let's yeah, get to it's next October week. right now. It's the thirteenth. What the? We fuck? already got it. You guys just you got not know.
1: You guys aren't playing <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it. But um, the three days in the middle of the week for um somebody everybody to play a demo, I think it's true too little it's not enough because um i know there are a lot of people who play demos or who mostly play video games during the weekends and then you release these demos just available for a three day period so it's uh, at this point right now it feels like a mini direct <laughs> nintendo direct like a three day festival or something what they're gonna be bringing stuff but I'll, we'll keep a close eye. Close our eye. Uh, we'll be looking at those um, specifically and try to understand them. And next Tuesday, we're going to be bringing you guys whatever the situation is. And probably the first game we're going to be seeing there. <clears throat> All right. Yeah,
1: it's very similar to the, uh, I don't know if you remember the Steam thing, where they did the same thing. Yeah. Um, where Steam the middle of the week had like three days where you could play like all these indie games and it was through the cloud. True. So very similar. I think they like doing the middle of the week because everyone's sitting at work, bored, stuck at home. And stuff tends to go viral a little bit more than the weekend when people are out and about doing things.
0: That is true. Virals are usually happening during the week.
1: Yeah. So probably why?
0: Um, all right. Let's talk about Baldur's Gate a little bit. Um, I'm gonna share a, a little bit of my um, experience first. Because uh, I was there when the float gates opened. Um, it was last Tuesday. I downloaded. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I purchased the <laughs> game. I hit play and then I started playing. Uh, it was the, I was. I wanna say it was the first RPG I played since Pokemon. Yeah, we can call Pokemon <laughs> an RPG. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, I believe. Uh, oh, uh, what's the name? of Shield. Pokemon Shield. It's an RPG, so <laughs> it was the first RPG I played since uh, Pokemon. So uh, I enjoyed, in uh the most part of it. I enjoy um the, uh, how the crowd choice works. Mm-hmm. It could be improved, specifically thinking. The way i saw it working on twitch because they have a crowd choice on twitch as well but uh, on stadia right now chat needs to start spamming um, an option and on twitch it actually appears an interface you go you click on that interface and um you select uh the game uh, the the option over there so On Twitch, is the PC version, here is the Stadia version. Uh, But uh, Kai, I know you as an RPG fan, have you ever, have you thought about getting Baldur's Gate or trying Baldur's Gate at all?
2: Yeah, um, I just, unfortunately, with with some of the things that came up recently, I haven't been able to actually get it yet. Uh, But yeah, I do plan on getting it and uh, trying it out if I still can. Can I? I can still I can still try
0: it out. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, it'll always okay. be there. Oh, um, it yeah, there. it's gonna be an early access uh, for a long time. Um it it is uh shit. Something's going on here. All right. Um it's yeah, the game hit one million sales over Steam. It's on, That's crazy. It, I think it's uh, still number one sale, most sale game on Steam. And it's an early access game, which is even crazier.
1: And an early Ooh. access game price at sixty dollars, which makes it even <laughs> crazier. Right, right. For it to sell that many, that's nuts. Crazy, that's crazy.
2: But that's 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 dope. That's dope. Ashes. Um,
0: oh no, I'm sorry. I can go ahead.
2: No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was just gonna say, yeah, man. I just, I, you know, I plan on buying it. You know, eventually. I just gotta catch up on some things before i can actually do so
0: so yeah, what about you ashes
1: um i'm definitely gonna buy it i'm not gonna buy it probably in this early access period maybe when they add like a second act in um then i could stomach stomach the 60 a little bit more i think it was more of a principle thing for me hmm. although i usually i usually buy into the early access it's just uh at that price point i just didn't want to right away but Hundred percent, a game I'm gonna buy. I I played the first two Baldur' Gates, nice. it's been an immensely number of hours.
0: Um, I I one of the things that I saw, uh, crazy cool. Um, it is um these early access. It is about twenty five hours of play, and um, but everybody that I saw already had spent like. 40 maybe 50 hours of play of something that is 25 hours so you will see people finish playing all right let's time to spend another two hours creating a character it's time <laughs> to spend another time uh, all right now i'm gonna create a character that looks like this and this is all the abilities and even though we have only set, uh, six races i think um uh, people will still spend hours and hours i remember uh, the day the game launched or one day after um i had to take a drive a long drive by the way here uh and i have a um, like a um, a dashboard on my car that has youtube and at the time i was watching megatron x i left home i drive to the place she was still on character creation when <laughs> i start driving back home she was on the character creation of the loved ones. So easily, <laughs> easily she has spend like 45 minutes on the character creation. Um, Chase, you're back?
2: No, I think you had to go kill a raccoon or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> something. something right.
3: <laughs> oh, there he is. We'll talk about it in the after show. It's, yeah. it, wasn't a, it wasn't that. It was something else.
0: <laughs> uh chase can you talk a little bit about um baldur's gate because i know we hyped we hyped the, <laughs> hype the game a lot specifically with you so um i want you to talk a little bit about your uh experience with baldur's gate if you try it in your beautiful 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 thing that um uh, Chase, let me introduce you. This is called the mouse. Um, it has a wheel. <laughs> it has two buttons on top of it. And usually it has a laser here, but you can have a trackball as well. So, man.
3: Having played Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2 and have, having known how like specific that game is to playing on a, a PC... Um, when we saw the gameplay of this game, I was thinking this won't necessarily have to be PC specific. Um, and what I mean by that is that where's the best experience going to be? Like, again, understanding the game mechanics, the menus, how you move through some of the, um, the character wheels and, and access the spell books and everything else. It's not as clean as I'd like it on a controller. Now that's not to say that the controller didn't function, and I know that was my initial concern. Um, it runs really well, by the way, as far as like movement and and latency and everything <laughs> else. They they've done a good job, you know, on that. But as far as just like accessibility and ease of use, having played these games in the past on PC, and then again going into this thinking they've it looks like a game that they could potentially make work really well on a controller. Cause we've seen how they did with divinity with a controller it was pretty good. This game just has a lot of depth, um, a lot of depth to it and a lot of different pieces. So I, I don't know that I can play this on a controller. Like, and that's kind of the realization I had today and yesterday when I was playing just too many situations where I'm like trying to move around and trying to be in the turn-based situation. And I'm like, Crap, and then I got to remember where I was at in the freaking character wheel to get back to where I needed to get to. It's just, it's not as fluid as I would like it to be. And I, and Eddie, when you were playing it, um, I remember you were having some challenges with that. So it's it—it's okay.
0: not... Uh, I, I, I got to reply to this because it was my first time playing a Baldur's Gate game. Um There's that uh, RTS, almost camera angle-like, and um, I am not used to it. There was, as you said, there, all of that bar down there with a lot of information that I, which I'm not familiar on, on playing it. Since it was my first time playing it, did I have a tutorial? Did I have anything? And since it's not my wheelhouse, yes, I did get lost a little bit. So I, I would need like somebody like Dr. Spaceman teach me how to play that game. But please, Chase, continue. No, but I mean... There were
3: points where I saw you were like, it would be easier with a a keyboard and mouse with some of the elements. That's what I'm talking about is it's not, it's not as um, cut and dry. It's cut and dry. Exactly. And Kai knows what I mean by this with, with RPGs. It's there's certain games, MMORPGs that play really well on a controller. I'll give you one. That's a perfect example. ESO. It's great. It does, it does really well. It's clean. It's to the point. Um, It's not all over the place. This one's a little bit more in-depth. And that's not to knock the game. It's just it's just a reality that I think I came to a, a realization of. And does that mean I put as many hours in on it? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Um, I'm going to try to play some more of the next couple of days, maybe see if I get accustomed to it. Um, but...
0: well, We'll put you on a party with Ray, because saying, Ray's saying he's loving playing that with the state Controller. And... Um dr spaceman as well can can be on a party with y'all playing that game it's gonna be interesting i would watch that
1: i mean they've said it's in beta too right true like it's, it's early with the controller
0: yeah,
2: that's what, that's what
1: dr. yeah i mean is. i
3: i i hope that they they simplify some of the menus because that's that's my biggest thing right now is some but, of the stuff they could layer but can um, they like has-
0: go ahead no uh, can they like could they really put it on layers or it's just too much information in the game that there's no way that, uh...
1: No,
3: they could. ESO does that. They've got, I mean, they've got a layered tier, right, Kai? I'm not crazy about this. Like, I, I think when you go into some of the menus, they simplify it and break it down. It's a little bit different than what you see on the UI on the computer. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the UI on the on the controller is a lot more simplified. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm getting at is there's a way they could do it. I just, the way it is right now, I'm not a big fan of, um again if I, if I was only playing with a controller now if I was playing on a mouse and keyboard, I'm used to how it's laid out and it's very easy to navigate with a, a keyboard and mouse. but again, you're not dealing with a mouse. you're dealing with two you know dual shock sticks there and you're trying to move around in these menus and it's not as precise right. you know so that that's that's the whole that's the whole concern I have with it if I'm being you know again just authentic and realistic that makes sense. And that's gamer chase. That's not me being like. Right, any right of the right, other right, thing. It's, right, right. it's your
0: personal preference. Right. All right, uh, guys. We are in about one hour and two minutes show, so we're gonna wrap up here the audio part of the show. We're gonna be talking about on the after show there are some stuff. We're gonna we want to talk about the Amazon game. Uh, there was the AMD event. There's gonna be another AMD event. Uh, talking about the big Navi. Um, and we will see. It. There will be some game discussion here. I will see some stuff on Twitter. There is a game that has been recently rated on the ESRB. Not for stadium, but uh, we're going to be talking about that.
1: Big uh, tease. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, before, again, I want to give a special thanks to our patrons over patreon.com uh, This Week on Stadium. So thank you again for being an amazing patron, Stefan. Link TV, MM2K, Megatron X, Ray3473, Nice Fluffy, Chris, Knuckles, Seven, Alexav, Gold, and Rock. Thank you very much for being a patron of our show. We really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, I want to make a quick plug here to our listeners to this podcast. There's a new show as well called The Trash Mob Show. We had the pilot episode over YouTube. Now, tomorrow, we're going to record the second episode. We're going to be talking about Everything and anything about the Tomb Raider games available on Stadia, and that's also becoming an audio show. So you can check out and search for Trash Mob over your favorite podcast platform and listen to it. All right, it's the Message. Tomb Raider
1: series, Tomb anyway. Raider,
0: uh, like uh, Christopher Walken, you know, <laughs> Tomb <laughs> Raider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Ashes, please say bye to our podcast listeners.
1: Bye, podcast listeners.
0: James, bye to our podcast listeners. Bye, everybody. Guys, okay, say bye to our podcast listeners. Doses. Peace, y'all. i see you guys on the next episode.